News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. Israel and Hamas are accusing one another of violating the truce that led to a pause in fighting. More from Bloomberg's Galit Aldstein in Tel Aviv. The Israeli military said um, three separate ex- explosions um, targeting its troops in northern Gaza. And then um, some subsequent shootings have violated um, truce with Hamas. A number of um, soldiers were likely injured um, during the attacks. And the, and the IDF says that um, these troops were positioned in areas that were in line with the ceasefire that was reached um, with Hamas last week. Um, we have Hamas also reporting on violations of the truce agreement, but without um, elaborating on that. Bloomberg's Galit Altstein reporting from Tel Aviv. On Monday, Israel and Hamas agreed to extend the truce for two more days following negotiations to release additional hostages. Earlier today, Congressman Robert Garcia of California moved to expel New York Republican George Santos from the House of Representatives. House Resolution 114 resolved that pursuant to Article 1, Section 5, Clause 2 of the Constitution of the United States, Representative George Santos be, and he hereby is, expelled from the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives will have two legislative days to vote on the measure. House Republicans have rejected an offer from Hunter Biden to testify publicly about his business dealings to address allegations of wrongdoing. The House Oversight Committee subpoenaed Biden to testify behind closed doors next month. Bloomberg's Billy House notes that public testimony would be a gamble for the president's son in light of the Justice Department's criminal case against him. He would have to be careful in some areas, particularly if he's asked about his uh, taxes and that sort of thing, so that he doesn't contradict himself in the in actual court of law. On the other hand, this is uh, uh, the Oversight Committee has been allowed to run roughshod for nearly a year or more, throwing out uh, allegations and, and making connections that Hunter Biden and his lawyer and his family now think it's time to actually respond to. Bloomberg's Billy House reporting from Capitol Hill. The White House has said the investigation of Hunter Biden is politically motivated. Charlie Munger, the business partner of Warren Buffett for some 60 years, has passed away. Bloomberg's Matthew Palazzola remembers Charlie Munger's special relationship with Warren Buffett. They're recalling individual meetings that they had, you know, 40, 50 years ago. And and Buffett is forgetting a couple things and Munger's reminding him of, well, this guy said that and we said this and we made this much money in these meetings. I mean, it was, you know, truly a partnership for all of that time. And their interaction was just amazing. They would finish each other's sentences. Berkshire Hathaway said Munger died on Tuesday at a California hospital. He was 99 years old. Congressional negotiators are set to drop plans to use the defense policy bill to tighten controls on U.S. investment in China. Sources say House Financial Services Chairman Patrick McHenry is effectively blocking the measure. McHenry has long opposed broad investment restrictions in favor of an approach that targets individual companies. Delegates say that OPEC Plus is no closer to resolving a deadlock over oil output quotas for some African members. We get the story from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. 
Those delegates say the Saudi-led alliance has not been able to reach an agreement with Angola and Nigeria, which are pushing back against lower quota limits for 2024 that reflect their diminished production capabilities. One delegate says the stalemate may not be resolved before the scheduled OPEC Plus meeting on November 30th, potentially requiring a further delay. In New York, Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. Miriam Adelson, the widow of casino magnate Sheldon Adelson, is selling $2 billion of stock in Las Vegas Sands. This is so the family can acquire a majority stake in the Dallas Mavericks NBA franchise and make the purchase from Mark Cuban, the 65-year-old tech billionaire. Cuban will keep a stake in the organization and will continue to run the team. That's according to The Athletic. The Mavericks franchise is valued at about $3.5 billion. A deal is expected to be announced shortly, according to people familiar with the company's plans. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.